0: I'm Mark I'm Lisa and we are
1: living Living through through the the getting getting
0: there There. that's right we are back in the Brick Ranch studio here for another episode of living through the getting there podcast
1: yep
0: so Lisa what is on the docket for this episode
1: you might want to rephrase that and say what's on the menu.
0: Ooh. What's on the menu then?
1: Well, I was thinking, I was thinking about this a long time ago and I talked about it not in a podcast, but I talked about it. And I forget what was happening, but mm-hmm. may, it may have been last Thanksgiving, but I was thinking about peas and how like I don't like peas. I know you like peas, but I don't like peas. And how maybe I was just like, I don't know. Somehow, I don't know if it was during prayer, if it was just getting ready for Thanksgiving or whatever it was. But I was thinking about how there are sometimes, you know, I feel overwhelmed. I think maybe that was it. Like, Sometimes people will say, oh, you just have too much on your plate. You need to not say yes to everything. You need to tell people, no, you just, you have too much on your plate. Or you're feeling like you, you know what I mean? You know that analogy, you have too much on your plate. Sure. And I was thinking the one day, like, what's on my plate? And then I started thinking, and my mind tends to ramble. And I was just thinking, like, okay, so I have this on my plate, that on my plate. And then I started to think about food and how sometimes... You get a pea on your plate. And for those of you who don't like peas like me, I don't want peas on my plate. And then I started thinking, well, Lord, like if I have peas on my plate, I just want to, I just want them off. And then I just kind of have this analogy of how do I live through the getting there? How do I live unto the Lord even when there are disgusting peas on my plate? Whatever those peas might be.
0: Peas on the plate. Which are gross. So.
1: The peas are the things that you don't want on your plate. Like cancer. Or an annoying coworker, Or. You know, you can run the gamut with what the so, peas are. So yeah, be.
0: that's what I was going to say. So the peas on a plate. I'm wondering because I'm not sure if this was Thanksgiving last because um, and I don't mean the one that just went by a couple weeks ago the one before when you were thinking of this I think
1: it was last year I don't remember
0: anybody serving peas
1: I know I didn't have peas at Thanksgiving but that's what I was thinking like. but
0: anyways the concept is still there mm -hmm. it's the placement of something on your or within your Realm, that is an interference or a disturbance,
1: an unwanted
0: or an unwanted uh, intrusion on mm-hmm. your docket or uh, your in plate, your life. right?
1: In your life, on your, in your dur- dur- on your on your walk.
0: So the peas are your journey might be. a metaphor for. Things unwanted mm-hmm. within your realm,
1: right? At and the moment, we were talking to Gretchen about that, and she had some really good stuff to say. I can't remember how she worded it all, but it was really, really good. I should have written it down. Maybe. Well, I did. you I'm didn't. Check my notes. So, Maybe so
0: I did. that was something that uh, we don't know.
1: I'm gonna check my notes. Maybe I did write it down.
0: So the peas. Uh, and I
1: didn't write it down. Right, and
0: just to clarify, peas are gross. I like canned peas. I do not like frozen peas, cooked and served. That's
1: throwing a whole new analogy into the mix.
0: Frozen peas, canned peas. I can eat canned peas. Strangely enough,
1: they're all slimy. Probably
0: because. They're probably saltier. No, oh, that could be. Anyways, but the frozen pea cooked and served, I do not like. Ah, I a fresh pea from the pod is delicious.
1: I do like fresh I like pea pods. Now, see, like snap peas. I like snap peas. I like edamami.
0: I are mean, different. there are some legumes isn't
1: isn't a pea a legume? I don't know. Well, I like legumes. But
0: the general pea that we're talking about. On your plate is annoying.
1: Yeah, and gross. Don't forget gross. For me,
0: it could be, uh, let's see, what would end up on my plate that would be annoying?
1: Carrots. You don't like carrots?
0: Yeah, generally that's true. Uh, But if a carrot ends up on my plate, it's not a game changer.
1: Well, if I have one pea on my plate, it's not a game changer either. But if if the peas start getting into my mashed potatoes and gravy...
0: That's a problem. And so basically it would be a situation where, because you got to look at like, you know, generally you're not going to sit down at the table and even put peas on your plate. Yes. That's always because you're out- going to, you're going to avoid them.
1: Right. Well, Right. I avoid pain. Right. I try to avoid pain um, or hurt so, or anything that is adverse to my, um, quote unquote happiness.
0: If you, right. Or so probably the more irritating situation would be you're at a restaurant Mm -hmm. and you order a meal Mm -hmm. and peas are put in the dish or on the plate unexpectedly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That would be a real disappointment.
1: It is. and In in that regard, that happens more with mushrooms. That can sometimes happen. In fact, a couple weeks ago, I ordered a steak sandwich. I forgot to say, no mushrooms, please. And there are mushrooms on my sandwich. Mm -hmm. It didn't ruin my sandwich. I did. You will be surprised. I didn't get mad. I didn't get angry. I wasn't like all like, the day is ruined. I just picked the mushrooms out of my sandwich. Now- I think I kind of tasted a mushroom and I was like, meh, I think this is a mushroom. But if I was blindfolded, I probably wouldn't have realized there are mushrooms because they were sliced pretty thin and there weren't like tons of them. Yep. But that is also the same concept. So. But peas on the plate just kind of has a better ring.
0: That's where we're going. We're going to the uninvited circumstance Within a situation and how it completely, maybe not completely, but definitely, well, depending on the, the P, it definitely could be completely right. I mean, yeah. you know, people go through very, mm-hmm. very severe things that completely topple the right. plate. Right. And right? I, I
1: kind of feel like peas on the plate are just like you had said Minor. Yeah. You know, I don't really equate. I shouldn't have said cancer because that's really way more than a a P on the plate. Yeah. Um.
0: But. Yeah. Well, let's go with minor. Let's just yeah, go with I think the little that things. Minor
1: annoyances. That's the, the P on the plate.
0: The little irritances that mm-hmm. really get our goat. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm not going to list them out.
0: And what. Good. And what it would be. <laughs> uh, what those situations in the eye of a believer Yep, or how we deal with them as we are living through the getting Mm -hmm. there, what that looks like, what we should be doing, Mm -hmm. what the word may have to say Mm -hmm. about it. Right. And uh, where we can go Mm -hmm. from there.
1: Right. For sure. Well, the first question, I guess let me pose to you is, so you're going about your day Mm -hmm. and you run into a minor, um, something minor comes into, into your day.
0: Right.
1: And, you know, do you let it thwart you? Do you let it ruin your day? Do you let it, um, how do you react? What's your first reaction? See, you tend to be more of a responder and I tend to be more of a reactor So that alone kind of gives you an idea of what direction it could go. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and then now I'm thinking like a nuclear reactor is a pretty bad thing, right? Isn't a nuclear reactor bad?
0: Only when something goes wrong with it.
1: Okay. So I don't want to be the reactor when I get a minor occurrence in my day to have me explode.
0: Well... More appropriately, you wouldn't want to be a faulty reactor that is not working properly.
1: Well, because that, that can
0: be dangerous to the community around.
1: Oh, wow. Even better analogy. So
0: the a reactor that is working properly and doing what it is doing is very useful. It's supplying clean energy oh. to the... Area that it serves. Yeah. A nuclear reactor is the th- thing that causes the nuclear energy to produce the energy. Oh. If it's not working properly, then oh. then it's mm-hmm. a
1: problem. See, you're so smart. I didn't know that. So
0: you do not want the foreign object, like the P, mm-hmm. to get into the reactor. And mess things up in that scenario.
1: Okay. So don't
0: pee on the nuclear reactor.
1: Don't pee on the nuclear reactor. Right. That is true. I don't
0: know what would happen, but it probably wouldn't be good.
1: I know. Actually, if you got close enough
0: to pee on a nuclear reactor.
1: Doesn't Homer Simpson work at the nuclear reactor?
0: Right. But, you know, that, that can't be used as diehard fact because... That is made to look like a disaster in the show. Yeah. Because if you ever watch it, there's like green slime dripping down the walls. <laughs> things like that. It's been a while since I've right. watched The Simpsons. And Homer just takes one of those rocking bird statue things and just hits the button. And while he goes on break.
1: <laughs> Probably don't want to do that.
0: No. Okay. So, so anyways, back, back to, to the business. situation.
1: How How do we... React well, react appropriately, and be of the mindset of being a builder, not a terror downer.
0: Well, right. I mean, the situation... People
1: walk around with peas in their pockets sometimes and throw them at you.
0: Yeah. The, well, that's a good point. There are pee, There are...
1: Don't uh, be a pea uh, shooter.
0: Yeah. People will purposely... Uh, throw peas on your plate just to, uh, get your goat, as -hmm. they say, or, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. irritate you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: just for the heck of it. Yeah. There is a situation that, okay. All right. So as we're living through the getting there, how do we react?
1: So I'm thinking the best reference is always scripture. The best answers are always found in scripture. So if we take a look at some of the historical figures of scripture and see how they handled the peas on their plate. Take Joshua. Joshua, the one to come into leadership after Moses, uh, after Moses died and take all the people into the promised land. Mm-hmm. And so he had to go and scope out the land. Right. And as he did this, he was pretty dismayed when he saw all of these, just all of the uh, enemies that were going to come in and camp against them, I guess. Um, The word of God says that I'll just read from Joshua one. Now, it happened after the death of Moses, that the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses's servant. Um, Attendant saying Moses my servant is dead now therefore arise to take his place cross over this Jordan and you and all this people into the land which I am giving to them to the sons of Israel so God told told um Joshua to he gave gave him this uh, task to do and he says I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads just as I promised to Moses and so, um, when presented with all of this, Joshua was fearful and unsure and God said to him, just as I was present with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you nor abandon you be strong and competent and create and courageous for you will give this people for you will give this people as an inheritance, the land, which I swore to their fathers Um, to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do everything in in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. So Joshua had to act. He had God's promise to reflect back on and hold on to in those moments where he was feeling like there's a bunch of peas on my plate. So he had to remember God's promise so that he could act with courage and strength. And God told him, do not be terrified or dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. So, I mean, if I just followed that example alone, I would be able to better handle the peas on my plate because some of those peas lead to the promised land.
0: So the Ps in the situation then are what? Would some examples of the Ps be in Scripture? Well, that he he was facing, like
1: but enemies fighting mm-hmm. with him, or maybe that's not minor enough. Maybe that's a pretty big P.
0: Well, I mean, it sure is, and, but you know, Obviously situationally, I mean, that is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's. Facing a situation. To
1: lead all the Israelites. Well, right. That's a lot of interpersonal, like, personnel problems.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The inhabitants of the land, Mm -hmm. if I recall correctly, Mm -hmm. were not Skorani people. Right. And wasn't there some people who didn't want to go?
1: Yeah, they argued.
0: And were like, they're huge. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Was that? Was that Aaron? No, that with was the spies he, who went.
1: No, Jacob. Oh, not Jacob. Joshua was one. Of, was one of the spies who went in. Joshua and Caleb mm. went into the promised land to scope out the land to see. And they, the other people that they were with, they were like lead the leaders, I think. And they went. And then the other people were like, they're huge. And then Joshua was like, no, but we fight for the name of the Lord. I mean, David did the same thing, but
0: yeah, those were peas. Those are now, some P's. It seems like the you know, the thing with the Old Testament mm-hmm. peace situations, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed that they their communication with the God see with God seemed more direct. You know what I mean?
1: Say that one more time.
0: Like God said, I will be with you. You know? Yes. Like he, like it was tangible. Yeah. Like, you know, yes. it was there. Yeah. And sometimes you know, we don't get that clear cut message with the peas thrown on mm-hmm. our plate.
1: Right. Now you know what I mean? the next in Joshua Two, when um
0: Is that the sequel?
1: Most, well it's it deals with another.
0: Joshua biblical two character. get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the promise to Rahab. So Rahab was a prostitute, was she not? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she had God saying out loud to her to hide the spies. She wasn't a she wasn't an Israelite.
0: No, but so
1: but she. I mean, can you imagine these two spies come to your house and that's a pee on her plate? But she knew they were men of God, so she was like. Your God is pretty powerful. We've seen Mm -hmm. what he could do. We've heard of this God that you serve. I'm going to act in that reverence and fear and uh, like um, belief. But that had to be really scary for her when these two guys come to her house and they're like, hide us, hide us.
0: Well, yeah, but she, yeah. True, but, but she
1: acted in obedience, and she, and she was blessed for it.
0: Right, she—I mean—so she, uh, I mean, so she and, reacted
1: and, rightly to the pee on her plate.
0: Right, she obviously had some kind of a faith in the God of Israel, because mm-hmm. she, you know, she knew mm-hmm. enough to do that. Right to uh, self preservation in her family. Right. You know?
1: oh well, yeah, but I'm saying that in response to what you said about a lot of times in the Old Testament with the no, Israelites, no. God was giving like these. More, you know, tangible. That's not really the right word that I want to use because I mean, obviously, words aren't tangible. But like more clear, well, auditory. Yeah, The,
0: yeah, the communication seems direct, right? You know, at least right. in the uh, right. You know, in the reading of scripture. You know, mm. so it 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 uh, just kind of an observation as to the situation at hand there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not always given that clear cut of a godly response to whatever tarnishes our plate. So, right.
1: But we do have scripture to fall yes. back on and to look at and learn from these other people's...
0: That is correct.
1: Um, Like, learn from history. Mm-hmm. And so... I should be able to take heart and be of 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 um, what did he say? Be strong and courageous. I should be able to walk in that. I've I've seen it and read it thousands of times in scripture. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean, not thousands, but hundreds of times in scripture. You know, we see how people respond rightly when we see what happens and how they're blessed, and we've seen how if you respond inappropriately, what happens? What happened with And again, I mean, we said that peas are kind of like minor happenstances. But Mm -hmm. if we do want to take the broader brush and say, look what happened with Judas Iscariot, you know, he had he got to dine with the living God and threw a pea on his plate of annoyance that they would that Mary would douse Jesus's feet with perfume and he's like you know what this is ridiculous i'm out that yeah. was a pea on his plate it mm-hmm. had a disastrous consequence was True. it of the lord yes it was of the lord right was it meant to happen yes it was meant to happen right but like that just to me just kind of says like okay you know what we want, i want to respond rightly to the to the peas on my plate
0: we uh we kind of jumped to pretty major P's. I know we did. And um, so I was thinking of, you know, maybe. Let's scale it back. Well, yeah. And I don't want to now the exact, you know, it's going to be difficult, I think, through specific scripture stories to really have minimal things, Mm -hmm. you know, as or as. The hip term is first world problems, mm-hmm. you know, these days. Yeah. Right. And I think when we started, that's kind of what we were thinking. Yeah, right? it is. But, you know, that... We do want to keep well, it well, that on, being if, said, yes, though... Yes, we do
1: want to keep it there. Yeah. Because that's what and, like, we need in every day.
0: Well, so a, a scripture reference or situate character, not, you know, person maybe, that um, although... The situations that he was in were mm-hmm. huge. I mean, they're they they're, they're definitely like right life rocking situations, mm-hmm. right? But they seem a little more happenstance and maybe relatable to us. And and I'm thinking of Paul, mm-hmm. who on his missionary journeys encountered like. Tons of setbacks Mm -hmm. that were a little more, I don't want to say realistic, but maybe more relatable. Like,
1: yeah, relatable is a good word.
0: Shipwrecked three or four times. You know, these are things that you could see happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're out doing something and there's a car crash. You know, Paul's out on a missionary journey and he's shipwrecked. You know, Mm -hmm. that's. They're both huge, they're huge P's on both situations, right? Mm -hmm. So they're a little more relatable. And, you know, in this day and age, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure back then, little, little, in the grand scheme of things, little problems are turned into big there's a problems. whole
1: book. It's in it. You know I mean? Don't make a mountain uh, out of a
0: molehill. Well, there. That's a that's a phrase. I don't know if it's a book, but there's
1: a book. Or but something. that's kind
0: of the thing. Oh
1: yeah, you know what? I have a book. And, it's something called Bumps in the Road or something like that. So it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, and so Paul, you know, maybe a little more relatable to you're right. You know what I mean? Um, so looking at that, you know how how did Paul respond to the everyday, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the everyday for Paul became, you know, after his conversion, of course. Mm -hmm. Right. Really, you know, was a lot of turmoil. Yeah. Circumstances that were challenging, to say the least, you know, Mm -hmm. imprisoned several times, Mm -hmm. you know. Much of his ministry was done in prison and chains and, and certainly not, uh, ideal conditions.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're definitely right. And that's a, a better direction and more the direction I wanted to take it from the beginning anyway. Right. And, you know, we do just need to look at Paul for a lot of his, the way he responded in those situations And he was probably, as being a Jew, he was probably able to reflect back and look back on scripture that he learned as a child and things that he clung to because he probably did have those references in his mind.
0: That was probably a source of strength for Mm -hmm. him to know that uh, the history of his people were always uh, noted by you know, large reactions from God when when, you know, giant peas were placed yeah. on their plates and that he, of course, was given a purpose and a place in the church that was unique that, you know, um, becoming an an apostle and, mm-hmm. you know, clear, mila- miraculous conversion, mm-hmm. you know, a complete 180. Mm mm-hmm. That being said, was, you know, at went from the top of his game basically Mm -hmm. to full on committed to the Lord to the point of, you know, persecution himself, I'm sure, and relentless uh, struggles that one alluded to in scripture that we're not sure what it was was Mm -hmm. a, you know, a thorn in the side that Mm -hmm. through fervent prayer still. Lord refused to take away, and he.
1: But he also talked about problems with his eyesight. Whether those were the mm -hmm. same things, we're not sure. Right, but those were definitely right things that could come in and disable his witness, or you know, if well, he wasn't on point.
0: These are things that completely could completely throw him, you know, totally out of ministry and thinking that this. Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, and again, so, you know, the faith of Paul was obviously strong Mm -hmm. and, you know, he did go through, you know, miraculous, you know, blatantly, obviously miraculous things that, you know, a lot of us don't necessarily, um, you know, are privy to, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, actions like that. God, No, I'm not saying it doesn't happen or can happen, but I'm just saying that you know in general you know usually it's not always the case right. you know so okay so we, given
1: all given all that and saying all that let's bring it back to 2023 mhm so what do we do when how do we respond when there so we we talked about you know old testament heroes of the faith we talked about Paul. We talked about some New Testament um, uh, folks. Paul, uh, a little bit of Jude, Judas Iscariot. So, what do we do today? You know, the I guess our our biggest reference, our most relevant, appropriate person to look at would be Jesus. You know, how did Jesus handle these peas on his plate? Thanks for listening.
0: Yes, thanks for listening. And remember to check out our website, lttgt.com.
1: What am I going to find when I get there?
0: You'll be able to send us emails, Mm -hmm. good or bad or otherwise.
1: We're willing to take it all.
0: That's right. And become part of our email list Mm -hmm. to stay up to date with the release of things like new episodes. Nice. And the release of things like what else new?
1: I don't know, maybe some swag. It'll all be available on that website. It'll all be
0: available. Also links to various podcast outlets where you can hear us Mm -hmm. on your various devices.
1: Nice. Share us on social media.
0: That's right. Share with your friends, especially if you like it. And even if you don't, share with your friends because they might like it.
1: Well, hey, we're always up for a healthy debate.
0: Mm -hmm. So please check it out. LTTGT.com Thank you and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye.